Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. He's always mistakenly British. Teen Crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, presents Mark Stein. Yes, my friends. It is the number one frat boy of all time. The fratty one from Canada. Probably sitting up with a truckload of butt light right up oh, in his... Uh, oh, no, <laughs> please. I'm well, not, okay. I'm not reduced to that. I want you to do the whole show in the voice of the Bud Light marketing executive, because I think that's fantastic. <laughs> I think that's a much better voice than your voice. You should do it in that Bud Light marketing executive voice for the for the full hour, I think. Uh, yeah, I wish I, I wish I could. <laughs> I mean... I mean <laughs> I'm absolutely – it's the same thing as the Steve Van Zandt thing. At a certain point, you have to accept that these people hate you. The, the, <laughs> the, people, the people who make you, – you've been drinking Bud Light for years. You've been listening to Bruce Springsteen for years. These people hate you. They want you dead. He tells you – he tells you, uh, you, you know, uh, I uh, – uh, I want to exterminate you. And you think, oh, right. that Steve Van Zandt wants to exterminate me. But I still quite like Bruce Springsteen's version of Santa Claus is coming to town. No, at a certain point, you, do, you which is actually a terrible version of that song. Uh, at a certain point, you have to accept that these people hate you and you need to find some guy in your life, both for popular music and for uh, alcoholic beverages, you have to find some guy who doesn't hate you. That's the minimum you need to ask for. Well, I, th <laughs> and by the way, Mark, next time you're in San Francisco, speaking of hate, <laughs> you might have to, you, you might have to find somewhere other than Whole Foods to shop. You know, they opened up a brand new flagship of Whole Foods out there in San Francisco and they had to close it already. Due to crime, rising yeah. crime. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, the left is well, coming. The, the city officials, you know, normally it, the way it works is that Democrats wreck a city, but that they live in sufficiently well-guarded properties that they're not on the receiving end of the pathologies they've loosed. And in the last couple of days, two big-time San Francisco officials have been brutally attacked by the kind right. of crazies they filled the, and I, you know, I'm like the average foreigner. I don't know uh, too much about. I can barely tell one of these uh, American cities from another. So I, I did find them through the songs, and I always think of that uh, hippie anthem. If if you're going to San Francisco, be sure to wear some flowers in your hair, uh, uh, because go to San Francisco because gen you'll find some gentle people there. There are no gentle people in San Francisco. All the gentle people fled, 
And uh, now there's just uh, crazies on the streets. And it's interesting to me. It's so bad that these crazies have run out of regular people to attack. And now it's just actually big time Democrat Party officials who are left. Well, you know something, speaking of which, the Democrats have chosen Chicago, of all places, <laughs> the, home, the home of the 68 riots, Chicago, yeah. to have their presidential convention in. I yeah. said this was, the announcement was like an alert. Can you imagine in the criminal yeah. circles in Chicago, yeah. it's like, get ready, fresh meat coming to town in 2024. What oh, are they no. going to do? No. Kevlar vest to all these people as they go in? No, Joe Biden will think it's the 68 convention. He was actually nominated for president back then. I think he lost on the penultimate ballot. But if you remember, um, Joe Biden, uh, during those 68 riots, took out corn pop with his bicycle oh, chain uh, just on the th- on the on the second day of the convention. He took out uh, corn pop. Uh, and then he spent the rest of the day uh, sitting on the edge of the hotel swimming pool while all the uh, little kids in the pool played at making his blonde leg hair rise up on it. So, uh, so, uh, so Joe Biden, oh, come on. There's nothing well, ro- there's nothing wrong with asking random children to make your leg hair stand on end. It's not like yeah. the Dalai Lama or anything I'll like do that. You. Ah, so <laughs> the Dalai Lama, come on little boy, suck on my tongue. Really? Uh, yeah, I love that. Have any of those big time celebrity Buddhists like uh, Richard Gere commented on the Dalai Lama's <laughs> Proclivities. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a very happy. Joe Biden, it's like re- reeling back the years, winding back the clock. In 1968, he was just in his third term in the Senate. Uh, so it's the good times for Joe Biden. And it's, it's the perfect place to renominate him for his second or third or fourth term or however many he's planning on running for. All right, speaking of Mr. Biden, we've learned that Joe Biden lied. I mean, big surprise. They told us. Remember Joe Biden stood up there and said, you know, oh, that terrible thing, these people going down there to raid Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I just found out about it when my aides told me. I didn't even read it in the paper. Somebody had to tell me about it. And now we learn they were in on the. Of course yeah. they were in on it. Yeah, they're in on it like they're in on the business uh, in Lower Manhattan a week a week ago. Obviously, you're not going to raid uh, the former president's pad unless you've got the say so. If not from the alleged current president, then from whoever's waggling that moth-eaten sock puppet. Obviously, the White House. <laughs> was was in on this i can't even do, do you know i i actually think calling america a banana republic is i there are self-respecting banana republics out there who are who are saying oh for pete's sake uh this isn't how you do it with the banana republic obviously il caudillo signs off on the raid of his political opponent are you crazy uh, why are you bothering to why are you bothering with all this flimflam you could at least put on you know the secret police type reflector shades and announce that you've yeah i ordered the raid on uh the uh the the the, the opponent's pad today i mean 
the obvious, if you don't think that the Mar-a-Lago, the FBI is, I'll make a ser- semi-serious point here. The FBI is a wholly corrupted institution. And the position of Republicans should be that we're going to abolish it and we're going to replace it with something with far more circumscribed powers. Uh, this, this, uh, but the idea that they're not acting at the behest of political masters is completely ridiculous. Merrick Garland, head of the FBI through his uh, leadership <laughs> of the DOJ, yeah. has now been found to have lied. Another lie coming out of the Biden administration. He sat up and testified, oh, what are you talking about? We don't send agents of the FBI into the church undercover. <laughs> We don't, we like Catholics. We're not trying to spy on the Catholics or mm. anybody else. Well, turns out, oh, Merrick was lying. You know, this is the one thing, the turtle. I have to, every time I think about Merrick Garland, I have to at least thank the turtle <laughs> for keeping that man off of the Supreme Court. Yeah, no. Here we, here we are. They lied. Mark, the government of the United States of America sent in undercover agents yeah. to spy on the church, yeah. the Catholic yeah. church. Yeah. I love that. I now assume, by the way, when I go to church, I assume that all the other congregants in there are undercover G-men. That's the best way. You've got to be have what they call situational awareness, James. When you're in a church service, always assume that the rest of the congregation, they're all, some are undercover FBI guys, some will be undercover DEA guys, some will be undercover ATF guys, all staking out each other. Same thing when you go to a school board meeting, because you know all oh. these people who aren't on board with the uh, drag queen story time or whatever. So you got to assume now when you go to a school board meeting that half the people there are undercover FBI agents. This is what... This is what a uh, a once great institution has been reduced to. Um, when you declare, as basically the Democrats have done since January the 6th, you declare that half the population are domestic terrorists. This is what you end up with. So that, oh, wait a minute, there's uh, apparently on Sunday mornings, they all get together in this building and they sing their subversive songs and read their subversive texts. We'd better, we'd better get some people in there. Oh, look. And apparently, uh, once a month, they have a little meeting in the school gym where the members of the school board have to face all this pushback from people who aren't on board with the, uh, bodily mutila- mutilation of middle schoolers, uh, middle school girls who decide they're boys. We better get some undercover FBI agents in there. We now, it is again, it's full banana republic, except that most banana republics aren't even crazy enough, uh, to have their, uh, secret policemen infiltrating school board meetings. Something has gone very badly wrong. There's no longer any, you, do you remember that exchange that Biden had? He was up in Ottawa uh, a week ago, and he met uh, uh, Pierre Polyev, whom none of your audience will have heard of, <laughs> but he happens to be the leader of the Conservative Party there. And he introduced himself. He said, Mr. President, I'm Pierre Polyev, leader of His Majesty's loyal opposition. 
And uh, Biden, not being Canadian, goes, uh, loyal opposition, what the hell's that? Well, we're actually seeing that play out now in Washington. You can't, the the opposition is a concept that Biden and his Democrats do not recognize. Well, let me just ask you this, because this goes to, to, we've had another leak of, of, of documents (laughs) <laughs> and right now, the the uh, national security folks are saying, oh, my goodness, you reporters shouldn't be reporting this. I, wait a minute. <laughs> what happened to the hero, uh, Daniel Berrigan? He was a hero. The Pentagon Papers. Oh, yes, yeah. the New York Times could print those. And how dare you criticize it? It's their job to print this sort of stuff when they get it. And then we had Eric Snowden. Another hero. Yeah. And then we had the other one. What's his name? He changed his name to a girl's name. The guy that was in the army. Uh, um, the, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know him. Him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, have they uh, signed him up for Bud Light or her up for Bud Light yet? <laughs> Bradley. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, him. Chelsea Manning. Manning. Yeah. Chelsea Manning. Chelsea Manning. Love Bradley I, Manning. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think she's on the cover of Playboy this month. Lovely girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now all of a sudden leaking is bad under Joe Biden. Now when uh, our secrets are out, and by the way, the secrets are showing that some of our trusted allies like Egypt are actually working behind our backs. We got to keep this quiet because we don't want to let the West know that we're going to help you out, Russia. Yeah, and yeah. this is all happening under a Biden administration. And no one, there seems to be no sense of outrage. About well, the spying, Mark. About the spying. This well, no, this, we can... it's your patriotic duty if you if you tape a call between Trump and the president of, of Ukraine. That's fine. But if you leak anything embarrassing to Democrats, a Julian Assange, whose life has been ruined, and he's an Australian subject of the king, so he owes no loyalty whatsoever to the United States, but he's been sitting in jail because the, he embarrassed the United States by publishing the last big leak of secrets. America has uh, more secrets than anybody, and it has yet it nevertheless manages to have more people with top security clearances than anybody. It has over five million people. That's the population of New Zealand or Norway with uh, top secret security clearances. So if obviously, if you have tons of secrets and you give five million people top security security clearances, it's not surprising that every so often all your secrets end up on the front pages. The surprise to me, actually, is that uh, some of America's so-called allies, whether Egypt or New Zealand, put up with this kind of rubbish. There shouldn't be five million people with top security clearances. Okay, well, let me ask you another question. You make a great point there. But how about the notion, Mark, that these classified information, all of a sudden we're supposed to be really concerned about these classified documents. What happened when the Secretary of State was having classified documents all over her server, stuck in a bathroom somewhere in Colorado and stuck up in White Landia, New York? (laughs) It was okay. She could just wipe yeah. the server down with the cloth, and who cared whether they were classified or on the laptop of Anthony Weiner? Well, no, um, I love I love the idea of uh, all America's secrets being in a bathroom in Colorado. 
Right. right. I mean, that in itself, I saw whatever it was, Mission Impossible 47, the one where in order to bust into the top secret computer, Tom Cruise has to suck in all this breath and he has to swim underwater for like four and a half miles to break into the secure computer where all the secrets are kept. If he wants to get America's secrets, he just has to bust into the septic tank of this apartment in Colorado and uh, crawl up the pipe, uh, you know, whatever it is, 15 yards, and he can get all America's secrets there. The fact is, and, and actually that was, there were, I do believe that every intelligence agency on Earth friendly or hostile, uh, so whether you're talking about the Germans or the Iranians, I think they were all eavesdropping uh, on uh, on uh, Hillary Clinton's private server. And that is actually, uh, I've, I've said this uh, before, but I find what was the most striking feature of Benghazi, for example, always has been to me, is that this rinky-dink, ragtag bunch of jihadists knew all the Americans' movements in ad- advance. So there were, there were consequences to that, I believe. But, but as the whole basic rule is Democrats can do anything and, uh, and it doesn't, and it doesn't matter. But, uh, Republicans, uh, you know, oh, here's, here's the president talking to some guy in Ukraine. Let's tape it. Let's get it out there. Here's the president talking to the prime minister of Australia. Let's put that on the front page of the New York Times. And then suddenly when it's the other way around, and it's embarrassing Democrats, then uh, it's a whole other thing. You know, Richard Nixon must be spinning around in the in the great. They wanted to throw this man out of office and throw him in jail because he had an enemies list. Mm. That looks so pale to what Democrats are actually doing, spying on their opponents, spying in ch- on churches, spying on parents that go to school board meetings, uh. false lying to the FISA courts, trying to take out a president, and we get nothing. There is zero. I sound like Bob Dole. No, Where's no. the outrage? Yeah. Where's the outrage? Well, the interesting thing is Biden couldn't even, because when half the American people are your enemies, when people who go to church on a Sunday morning are your enemies, when people who go to school board meetings are your enemies, you can't actually write out an enemies list. Because there's 150 million people on it. <laughs> Can you imagine that? If they, uh, Mr. President, we've, uh, we've actually drawn up your enemies list. Uh, it's blocking out all sunlight for the surrounding three states. The stack of names is that high. I would love it if the Democrats merely hated enough people that you could actually humanly write out on an enemies list. Boy, those were the days. Those were the days. And speaking of the days, we have days coming in July in the fun in the sun in Italy. You know, I'm going to stop when we get to Venice. I'm going to go over to Murano so I can see the, the some glass blowing if, if we have time. But I really want to do that. Tell everybody, Mark, how they can join us this summer, please. Well, we're, we're going on the Mark Stein cruise, and you will be there along with uh, Michelle Bachman, my, uh, one of my all-time favorite presidential candidates and a lot of other folks. And we sail from Trieste. We're going down the beautiful Adriatic to Croatia, uh, Montenegro. I believe uh, Montene- the Prince of Montenegro, I believe he has an enemies list with uh, <laughs> I think, uh, just 12 other Montenegrins 
on it. Uh, but uh, we're, uh, we're going down uh, the Adriatic, Croatia, Montenegro to the Greek islands, and we will be having a hell of a time. And by the way, there will be no undercover. I can guarantee, it's my personal guarantee to you, it will be one of the very few places where there will be no undercover FBI agents trying to entrap you. Uh, if you're tired of that at church, if you're tired of that at the school board, come on the Mark Stein cruise and get a break for a week from all and, the uh, undercover FBI guys trying to entrap you everywhere you go. And the website people can find it. MarkSteinCruise.com Thank you, Mark Stein, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. Always a pleasure, Mark. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Your telephone call is 800-848-WABC. Don't go away.